live for what's eternal. Look at this. Remember yesterday I told you these are your handouts? Uh, because you're out there on the other side of uh, Electronica, uh, I can't send to you your handouts, but I can handwrite them for you on these whiteboards. And you can, you know, if you need them, take screenshots or whatever. But number one, live for what lasts. Live for what's eternal, the slide says. Now look in your Bible with me in Matthew 6 and verse 24. Matthew 6, 24, Sermon on the Mount. This is what Jesus said. No man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he'll be loyal to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Live for what lasts. What the Lord is saying is, Satan is always wanting us to target the temporary, to give up the eternal for the temporary. Uh, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life, as 1 John we just read. And so if he can't get you infected with religion, which is earn your way to heaven and find your own way and, you know, just, just kind of, uh, uh, as Isaiah 53 says, go your own way. All we like sheep have gone astray. We've turned to our own way. That's religion. If he can't get you that way, chapter 18 says he'll get you with materialism. Living for the material world, for physical pursuits, physical possession, physical power. That's what Satan wants. Jesus said, no, you can't have two masters. You can't serve me and religion. You can't serve me and materialism. You can't serve me and the world that's passing away. So it's, it's huge. And this is what Revelation 18 tells us. A cataclysmic day is on the horizon of the future that will launch a series of events that arrest everyday life on planet Earth. Now, you just got a preview of it. There has been no history in, in modern times that compares to this COVID-19 period where basically almost every country on Earth is following some kind of sheltering, social isolation, social distancing, and watching the millions of infections rise. But did you know there's coming a day when it's not going to be a shortage of meat in America and the fact that there are drug shortages and ventilator shortages we've heard about and all that. What's going to happen is a complete economic collapse. What the Bible says is that there is a coming global financial collapse. Wow. That's what chapter 18 is all about. There is going to be a worldwide collapse of materialism, of the seeking and finding and living for material things. There'll be no radio, no TV, no telephone, no internet. The supply of power will fade and blink off. Darkness will rule in the homes and businesses of the world. In short, there's a day when the lights are going off all over planet Earth and will not come back on. Now, some of you think that's like a solar flare or a disaster or some kind of, you know, global warming event. No, no. It is the result of God saying, you have lived for the world and the world is passing away. That's what chapter 18 is about. It's a fulfillment of what God's word says. In eight, the 18th chapter of Revelation, we see a roadmap for the coming economic collapse of the world. Well, why do... Why do you think we have this? We're, we're actually not even going to be here on earth 
according to the scriptures. If you're a born-again Christian watching and taking this class, you won't even be living on earth during this time. So why does chapter 18 even matter to us? See, that's, that's the power of this. God says, when the world passes away, I want to show you what happens so that before it passes away, you don't get targeted by Satan to be neutralized, living for what is only temporary, live for what lasts. See, that's what chapter 18 is about. We can see the response God desires from us as his servant, not only in the ultimate collapse, but in any coming financial reversals between now and the end, and also in every day of our life. So let me show you what I mean. Revelation 18 is Jesus condemning worldliness. Uh, let's read the first three chapters. So you I mean the first three verses of chapter 18. If you have your Bible or your electronic Bible, uh, I actually have my paper Bible because I love to underline and remind myself of things I learned. But first three verses, chapter 18. After these things, I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority. And the earth was illuminated with his glory. And he cried mightily with a loud voice. And this is verse 2 captures what he says. John heard it, wrote it down. Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and has become a dwelling place of demons, a prison for every foul spirit, a cage for every unclean and hated bird. For all the nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication. Now, whoa, whoa. Do you remember in chapter 17, religion was compared to a harlot and there was a cup and everyone was drunken with, with her harlotries? This materialism in chapter 18 is presented the same way of, of being drunken with this, this irresistible, what, what I call the infection of Satan, of either materialism or religion. They're both deadly. And so verse three, all the nations have drunk the wine of the wrath of her fornication. The kings of the earth have committed fornication with her. What, again, we talked about this in the last class. What does fornication have to do with religion and materialism? We are to be engaged to Christ to marry him. We are to keep ourselves pure as a chaste virgin and betrothed or engaged to Christ. When we drink of the, of the potion of Satan, the infection of Satan, and start going our own way, we're getting drunk on his false way, like religion is. Or when we live for the physical world, materialism, we're getting drunk and we're not faithful anymore to our creator. See, that's what he's saying. I created you to be my children, to be my possession, to be my chaste virgin that I will forever be exhilarating in, as your creator and redeemer in heaven. Keep reading. And her merchants, in verse 3, of earth have become rich through the abundance of her luxury. So back to verse 2, and he cried mightily. The first lesson of Revelation 18 is that worldly possessions can't buy spiritual life, but what they do buy is spiritual death. If you take the pathway of religion, the end result is spiritual death. You take the pathway of materialism, living for the physical world, the pathway is spiritual death. Actually, what I think about this scene in Revelation 18 depicts graphically what Jesus said. Look on your slide. Do you see the other reference on your slide? 
Matthew 16, 26. Listen to what Jesus said. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? What will a man give in exchange for his soul? I believe that the loud voice booming through the earth at the time of the global financial collapse is going to be an echoing of what Jesus said in Matthew 16, 26. What does it profit you if you have gained the whole world, if you have gotten infected by Satan's deadly virus, if you have lived for pleasures and possessions and stuff? You've gained all of that, but what have you lost? Well, do you remember what Revelation 20, verses 11 to 15 talk about? And I saw a throne... And he that sat upon the throne from whose face heaven and earth fled away. And the books were open. Another book was open, which is called the, the book of life. And if anyone's name was not found written in the book of life, he was cast into what? The lake of fire. What the Lord said is, if you love Satan's way, if you have got infected with Satan's deadly viruses of religion, you're headed to the lake of fire of materialism to to the total neglect and ignoring of God, you're headed to the lake of fire. That's the sobering message. And that's the loud voice. What are you giving in exchange for your soul? Are you going your own way? Are you living for stuff? It's such a, a condemnation by Christ of worldliness. Well, Jesus says something in verse four. Look what it says in Revelation 18, four. And I heard another voice from heaven saying, now this is curious, come out of her, my people. Who is that directed toward? Do you see, even to the last minute of this coming meltdown of, of the world and it's passing away, a voice from heaven gives one last chance for people to repent? Even at this this crescendo of Satan's deadly viruses, just as this, the whole world financial system and material world and everything, all the music stops. Can you imagine what it's going to be like in chapter 18? It says that there'll be no sound of music. I mean, some people are going to go crazy. Have you ever met the people that have to have music playing in the background all the time, either in their earbuds or, or the television? Or they can't live without music. God turns it all off. Wow. Jesus said, come out of her, my people. Jesus, see the slide, calls saints to come out of worthless worldliness. Keep reading verse four, lest you share in her sins and receive her plagues. For God has remembered her iniquities and rendered to her just as she rendered to you. Repay her double according to her works. This is God saying religion in 17, materialism in 18, they only will make you come up empty, dry, hopeless, purposeless, restless, and endlessly suffering. So what he's saying is, if, if it's all going to be destroyed, if it's all going to be worthless, why live for it now? That's what he says about coming out of worldliness.